Hey everyone, welcome to Unpacking Perspectives. I'm your host, Nicole Davison, and today we have a special guest joining us, my social media marketing intern from NMD Careers, Samantha Berry. Samantha's been working with me since last summer, and she has been doing an incredible job helping me to continue to gain a stronger presence with our overall brand. I asked Sam to join us today to kind of unpack her perspective as a college senior and really just wanted to have a conversation. So Sam, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So like you said, I'm a college senior. I am graduating with a marketing degree and a minor in international business. I've been running the NMD Instagram and all things social media since last summer, and I've enjoyed every step of it. Just a little bit about my personal background and some fun. I have two cats at home, which I absolutely love. And on the side, I run a painting business of painting vinyl records, which I've just grown into so much. It's just my de-stressor here at school. And moving past that, I'm just really excited to kind of step into the next phase of my life of getting a job and moving away from school and kind of starting a new chapter of myself. It's exciting. I mean, any any college senior right now is probably feeling what we're going to talk about. So I'm really excited to have you and to be able to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I guess one of the things that I've been thinking about is when you were in high school or even entering freshman year of college, did you have a vision as to where you saw yourself in the working world? In high school, I think my vision was just more of, you know, what can I do with the major that I choose? So I really knew in high school that I wasn't a math kid. I wasn't a numbers girl. I really was more of a people to people person. And I was just that's when social media was just kind of starting to become like what marketing was about. So I really had a vision of, you know, working with social media and choosing marketing because of what I didn't have to do, which isn't what I should have done, but I'm glad that I did because it brought me to something that I really think all my strong suits help me towards. But now my college vision, and and I tell this to everyone and they laugh, but my college vision of what I want in my future is I want to live the Carrie Bradshaw life. And I know it's silly and people laugh, but I really feel like what I want to do with myself and where I want to live and where I want to be in my future is Carrie Bradshaw. I (laughs) have really grown into like a funky version of myself. I love wearing funky clothes. I love expressing myself on social media and I just deep diving social media. And I really think I just belong in New York City. And I know it might be a really big, hard goal for myself, but I want to have a marketing position in New York City for at least a time in my life. That is something that I just feel like I need to do. I'm giggling. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I think it's I love that you just said that. And I had no idea in all the time that I've known you. (laughs) First and foremost, obviously, I'm sure most of our listeners know who Carrie Bradshaw is. Yeah. But you know, maybe I would hope so. do you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, maybe someone's like, who's Carrie Bradshaw? I don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know if everybody knows, but can you just say, you know, who she is, what show she's on and what her job is? So I actually know her. Well, obviously I know her from, you know, the movie Sex in the City, but I also know her from a newer version of of the movies that they made where she was younger and in high school, kind of starting an internship in the city. So I know her from that version. I forget what the show is called, but it was on Netflix. Trying to think because it's so bad of me that I referenced Carrie Bradshaw from like a newer version where she's more iconic in the movies. But 
she's just very like vivacious and very bubbly and very like out there type of person. And I just love the life that she lives in New York City. I think I romanticized New York City a little bit mm-hmm. because of her. Okay. And I hope to be there one day. I really yeah. do. I hope to live her life. <laughs> well, I hope that you get there. On a side note, I hope that it gets better in New York City, quite frankly, mm-hmm. being a New Yorker, you know, I'm a New Yorker, but I think one of the reasons why I'm chuckling when I was your age, and it was probably, maybe I was a little bit older. I was probably out of college by that point, but Allie McBeal is, was a, was a show that was on when I was in my twenties and she was an attorney and I just thought she was so awesome. I wanted to be Allie McBeal. I wanted to have that job in the law firm, just working in a professional world and going out for dinner with friends afterwards. And I thought it was so cool. First of all, I never had a dream to go to law school. It, it's just, it's kind of <laughs> funny how you see a show and it affects your perspective. It affects your, your idea of where you see yourself. What I would love to do in 10 years is have you come back to me and tell me, are you living that Carrie Bradshaw life? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Sam, I, Samantha, I love that. I, you know, important to think about the influences that you have and the environments that you see yourself working in to see the environments where you imagine thriving. So hold on to that and, you know, maybe explore that a little bit, find out a little bit more about other individuals that work in New York city and how you might be able to get there. And obviously we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Did you have any experiences through your time at Quinnipiac that truly changed your perspective on your future? So obviously my future is what I referenced before, what I what I want to do and where I want to go. I truly think that as silly as this sounds, finding a place in my sorority really made me feel comfortable with what I wanted to do with myself. Just being around a bunch of girls who also have really big dreams that seem too hard to reach is very relaxing for me. Like seeing where women in my sorority have ended up and seeing those connections that they're doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And they're achieving things that I want to achieve only one or two years out of college. I think that's what really focused me in on where I wanted to be and made me feel like, okay, you're not crazy for thinking this. You're not dreaming too big. You're not getting out of your head. And what does that mean to you? I think it's just, it's kind of me realizing that like, okay, you kind of have to get a job first before you figure out this life for yourself. Or like me realizing that I'm not more focused on the lifestyle as a whole, but the job that I need to get to get there. Okay. That makes sense. And when you yeah. think about that job to get there, what is that job? Look, Cause I mean, obviously there's that big picture, right? Living in New York city, being in these types of environments. But when you think about the job, what are you doing? So I've thought about this a lot. And a lot of people ask me this. It's the classic, what do you want to do with yourself? What do you want to do? The Thanksgiving table question, but I'm not picky. I, as bad as it sounds, I just want to have a job that I enjoy, something where I'm not sitting at a desk 24-7. I want to be moving. I want to be interacting with people and interacting with clients and employees. That's why I'm so sad that COVID took people out of office because I think the office makes the job, the environment makes the job. So I really just want somewhere where my fellow employees and the environment makes the job for me. I don't have a specific request of what I'm doing, although I do love social media. An ideal position would, you know, 
be running a social media or influencing social media or reaching out to clients through social media and all that type of stuff. But I really have no specific job title desire. Okay. And that's really good to reflect on right now, because I think Mm -hmm. for many college seniors that are starting to think about, oh my gosh, I'm about to graduate. What am I going to do? You put so much pressure on yourself to find that perfect job, that perfect environment. And I love your maturity. I don't know if it's because we've been, you know, we've, we've been talking about some of this throughout the past year. And obviously you've been touching the career development side. And you've been, you know, helping me so much with my vision for my company. But I often say this is not necessarily going to be your final destination, right? And you're gaining experience. You're learning about your interests. You're learning about the types of things you enjoy doing. There are so many college students that they just go off into that workforce with this thought of, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a lawyer one day, or I'm going to go to medical school. And that's where I see myself. And they don't experience enough to really understand what that means. So I love that you aren't putting so much pressure on yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think a lot of people around me definitely do put pressure on themselves, especially being a senior who, you know, experienced COVID that took away almost a year and a half of our college experience. I think a lot of us are putting way too much pressure on ourselves and thinking that we're not good as good as other people who got a full four-year school and job experience. So it's definitely hard to kind of step back and say, this didn't ruin me. This isn't going to ruin my future. Absolutely. It's funny. I, I jotted this down because I wanted to mention this. You were a sophomore when COVID hit. Yeah. My okay. second semester, sophomore year. Okay. I want to back up for a second. You were a sophomore. COVID happens. And I remember that March 13th. I remember when I was saying to classes, oh, you know, you guys will be back in two weeks. What was that like for you as a sophomore to go through that? Yeah, I remember pretty well. So my one of my teachers was very worldly, would travel basically every weekend and come back to Hamden for a class. So she was like, it's bad. Like, I can't travel anymore. Like, we are definitely going to be online. And I was like, how do they do that? How do they have a whole college class online? How do I learn online? And then we went home for spring break. Thank God I packed a big enough bag. Thank God I'm an overpacker because... <laughs> I lived in those clothes for like two months and it was hard because I lost a lot of motivation. I would wake up for classes like five minutes before and I would lay in bed in the dark doing my classes. And I was like, this sucks. I hope it's not like this ever again. And it's become a little bit more easy and I'm a little bit more lenient, you know, with like teacher situations and they have to have class online because of their health or their family's health. But I've kind of learned and grown and noticed that I can't be laying in bed and doing my classes if they're online, which thank God a lot of them are not anymore. But (laughs) I have to sit at my desk. I have to be focused. And that was really hard to do sophomore year when COVID hit. That was a semester where I think everyone was in bed a lot for class. Yeah. And then you had junior year. And how was that? That was hard because people around me got COVID. Junior year this time, actually, every single one of my roommates got COVID and left. And so the way they got it was one girl was tested positive every two or three days. So my two-week quarantine period just kept starting over. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard as well, because again, I was just by myself in Mm -hmm. a dorm room and it was 
scary and weird. And I couldn't go home because I couldn't subject my family to taking care of me when I possibly should have had COVID. I really should have gotten COVID. And it's so strange that I didn't. Mm-hmm. But that was a really, really hard time of being just alone. Yeah. And the school really kind of giving up almost. It was so uncertain, everything. And I kept trying to put myself in the shoes of students during that whole time period because the overall goal of college is to prepare you for life after college. But when you go through something like this, in the middle of it all, you know, sometimes you just, you don't even know, you don't even know what you don't know. And and that was hard, I think yeah. for everyone. And I know we've bopped around a little bit, but you're a senior now. And when I think about where you were your freshman year to where you are now, obviously you have kind of that big picture vision, but some students went through so much individually through COVID, right? Just through these couple of years And when you think about whether or not it changed some of your career goals or even your life goals, that's something that I think definitely we'll want to touch on even in the future. Just when you think about how much the world changed, how much education changed, you know, I know as a professor for me, it was very frustrating to be teaching classes online with Zoom because the engagement just wasn't there. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you think about what, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, you know, I'm huge on that to always continue to evaluate your, your purpose. And so you mentioned before, one of the words that is sticking out to me right now, Samantha, is being alone. What was that like for you? It was weird. I am a, the type of person that has trouble doing things by myself. Like even going to the store. I like someone coming with me because I don't like doing things by myself, but it was hard. And the dorms at Quinnipiac are very scary when you're by yourself. The campus was evacuated. They were telling people, if you can leave, leave. And my mom didn't want me coming home and I didn't want to put that on them. So being alone was really hard. It was very strange because everyone at other schools that I'm friends with was going out and having fun and still doing classes. And I was like, I have nothing to do by myself. And like you said before, it's it's interesting to look at. And I'll probably take away this in a couple of years, but I had an experience and people who went through COVID in college had an experience that no one else can ever say that they had. And we probably got stuff out of that and will still be getting stuff out of that as we move into future careers and parts of our lives that other people have never experienced and can never say that they have come out of that with new light. And that that's something that I think I can look at the positives of being alone during that situation. Because although I was alone for a good like two weeks, maybe I got out of that something that maybe someone who graduated a couple of years before me who never experienced COVID in college can say that they have experienced or grown from. Absolutely. You have given me the chills. And <laughs> I love that you say that because that's something I've talked about over the last few years. You know, the mental health component to this for so many students, it was it was hard. And I've had this conversation with a lot of students in the past that you will look back on this time in your life and remember where you were, where you were in your life, what it was like, what you experienced. And the big picture of this is how we all coped with it, right? And and everybody is different. Everyone copes differently. Everyone through different everyone went through different experiences and I love that you can look at this 
so maturely and imagine, you know what? Well, in the future, I am, I am going to look back at this time in my life and realize that, wow, that sucked. <laughs> you know, I, I went through college in the middle of this. And one of the words that rings to me is the resilience that you, you will have your ability to think of others. You know, many of us had to kind of take a step back and really think about the big picture where you may not have gotten COVID, but you know, other people that did. And you know, some people went through a really, really hard time. Some people lost their jobs and some people lost their loved ones. And, and that was really scary. When we come to the other side of this, I'm, I'm still hopeful that we're almost there. You know, hopefully, you know, things have started to get a little bit more normal, but from a career standpoint, it changed so much. You know, again, it changed the way we learned. It changed the way we worked and I think if if there's any takeaway as a college student, it's to be able to say, you know what, I went through a time that no one really knew what to do, but we figured it out. We got through it. We moved forward and we're all the better for it now. Does that make sense? I totally agree. It's so hard to look at COVID as like a positive light, but it does us no good dwelling on the bad things that it did to us because I, I can admit it, it, it took a toll on everyone, but there were good things that came out of it. And I think it, although it's very hard to look at that, like you said, the education world has changed immensely. There's so much more flexibility. The working world has changed immensely because of COVID. Um, people are able to work from home maybe if they are having a baby and they needed to go on maternity leave. They can work from home now. It's hard to admit that COVID brought us some good, but it did. And I think that it's it's only right to address the positives that came out of COVID because there's no point in me saying I lost a year, a good year of college because of COVID. There's no, there's no point in that. Exactly. Well, it's interesting because as a career coach, as a career counselor, as someone that has spent decades looking at resumes, I could tell you looking at your resume with the year that you will have graduated I will know what you went through. And yeah. that's that's something that people don't realize. They don't think of it that way. You know, even a college student that graduated college in 2001, I'll know that they went through college during the time of 9-11, right? And mm-hmm. it changes your perspective going through such a big event in your life and you build resilience. You are able to cope better with the uncertainty because of what you've been through. And that's something that, you know, coming to the end of your senior year, I love that you can look back and think, you know what, it was hard. We went through a lot, but I know that there are some, there's some good that came of it. And and I'm really proud of you for that because, you know, it it was hard. I had a traditional four-year college experience that, and I've talked about this in earlier episodes, actually with Caroline, that, you know, my experience in college was so different, but life was so different. You know, we, we didn't have the connections that we have now. We didn't have cell phones, internet, you know, there was nothing that you didn't know as much. And I think that's also hard with your graduating class that you've been through such a roller coaster of education, a roller coaster of emotions, a roller coaster of internships. I think even too, you and I would not be sitting here in this capacity, if not for COVID. Because this is where my podcast came from. This is where my the decision to grow my company came from. I may not have reached out to have another intern. So, you know, again, looking at some of the positives that came from it, I have to do that because 
we wouldn't be sitting here if not for that. I totally agree. And I'm, for that reason, I'm, I'm so glad because this experience that you have given me and working with Caroline so closely has just, is something that I, I definitely needed and something that is has helped me grow so much. And without it, I definitely think I would have had a harder time through senior year and more stress, you know, having an internship is what college is all about. And it's really, it was really hard going through the first couple of years, like, oh my gosh, applying to internships where hundreds of people are applying and Mm -hmm. getting rejected over and over again. So being able to have this experience with you, I'm, I'm so thankful for what COVID has, has given us. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because thinking back on your sophomore year to now, many students that had internships lined up, they were either canceled or they went you know, completely virtual. You know, Some companies just decided not to bring people on because it was just too hard to try to navigate that. So what advice would you give to a student that is maybe a junior right now or a sophomore right now. And they're kind of like, well, I don't really know what I want to do, or I don't have any options because I only want to do remote or, you know, really what, what advice would you give to a student? I would say as silly as it sounds, and as much as they've probably heard this is to connect with your teachers. I was so scared to do it. I was like, they don't know my name. How do I address them? I just walk up and say, hi, but from what we've grown and from how we've connected You don't know what a teacher has to offer, what they don't have to offer. A teacher could have connections everywhere. They've obviously had jobs. They've gone through college. They know people. So if you develop a relationship with the teacher, something great could come out of it. And although maybe they don't have as much experience because they're scared or they've applied to so many internships and they keep getting denied, even a connection that a teacher gives you, it might not be an opportunity but in the future, it could lead to an opportunity. Absolutely. I love that. And that's one of the points that I'll always make is to continue to network, even when you don't have to, you know, networking with professors, with advisors, people that you know from campus, people within your own community. It's important because you never know what opportunities might come up. So I think it definitely is really important. Now, as a senior, and about to enter the workforce after next semester. I mean, you, you're you almost done with your last fall semester and then you will have your spring semester. What are your biggest fears? Maybe I just fear that I'm not going to get a job. <laughs> that definitely looms over my head. My mom mentions it like, oh, look for a job or look for an internship. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really trying. And, you know, seeing all my connections on LinkedIn posts left and right of, I got a job here. I got a job here. It's, it's definitely a big fear because I don't know the procedure of going and getting a job. I have been applying left and right on Google jobs, LinkedIn, everywhere I can find. I even tell myself like, Hey, do one application a day. And I never hear back from these places. So it, it instills a lot of fear in me because I obviously have this big goal for myself and this big dream for myself. And I fear that I won't end up there. And I feel like I won't get a job where I want and I won't find a place where I can end up. So that's definitely one of my big fears is that is just not getting a job. And although it's basic, I feel like there's so much more that comes from getting a job and the fear of not getting a job. Mm -hmm. It is so funny that is now November And this is the first I'm hearing of this. This is really funny. And it's almost like my niece who is in college that changed her major about three times. And I kept saying to her, 
you do realize what your aunt does for a living. And it's kind of funny that, you know, just going through the application process and not being sure we need to talk about that. You know, that's important because these are normal fears. It's normal to go through, but sometimes even taking a step back and thinking if I'm applying to a job and I'm not hearing anything back, let's pick that apart. That's important. You're not alone on that. And a lot of students go through that sometimes going through a more targeted search, a more, you know, quality over quantity where instead Mm -hmm. of sending 50 resumes out, just throwing it up against the wall and hoping that it sticks, it's important to really think about, okay, I want to work in New York City. That's my goal. But I've said this to so many students. It's like shoveling the ocean. You know, you you want to think about, okay, I love marketing. I like working with social media. We we need to pick that apart. So that's that's something that, you know, if, if you're nervous about that, you are in a very good place right now as a senior, starting to look, getting involved. But think about those fears. I'm afraid I'm not going to get a job. Well, keep working towards that. And I have some advice at the end of our episode in a moment that we'll we'll talk about. I know you talked a little bit about this, but when you think about the fact that you're going to be graduating in the spring, what are you most excited about? So there's some things that I'm excited about, obviously, for the spring semester. And there's things that I'm excited about after. I think just making my last semester as normal as possible, I'm very excited about. I know it's silly to say and and probably silly to mention, but my sorority has a formal where we dress up in long dresses like prom. And like I said before, I love clothes. I love dressing up and prom was like best thing that ever happened to me. (laughs) And it's silly to say, but I'm so excited to dress up and feel normal and feel weird to say like, young again like I'm back in senior year of high school going to prom but I'm excited for just like the little things that we get to do like we have graduation outside and I'm so so excited for that it's going to be absolutely beautiful and just all the fun classic things that you get to do in a normal year of college I'm so excited to experience winter at my house here and I'm excited to experience my last semester on campus with my younger friends who are still going to have a lot of normal semesters of college. And I'm excited to watch my friends graduate this semester. And Mm -hmm. just as silly as it is, just excited for every single thing that I'm able to do that I wasn't able to do last semester. And then I think the things that I'm excited for after I graduate is just seeing where my life takes me and not directing myself every step of the way, just kind of seeing how I fall into my future and seeing how everyone I'm around now falls into their future. Because right now it's hard for me to see all my friends stay at Quinnipiac for another year where I'm out here saying, I'm leaving, I'm going to New York City, I'm getting a job and I'm out of here. And everyone else staying. So as much as it sounds like I'm saying it in a negative way, I'm excited to see where my friends end up. So there's a lot of things that I'm definitely excited about. And I'm so glad that COVID is kind of not winding down, but is better than it was last semester or better than it was over the summer. Absolutely. And one of the things that is really standing out to me is your appreciation for everything that you have right now. And I love that. And, you know, you kept saying normal, 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 right? Just to go back to some sense of normalcy. And that makes me really happy for you. I remember when graduations were, you know, not happening 
And it made me really sad for the, for the seniors that were graduating. So I am excited for you to have your formal with your sorority (laughs) and to be able to do that. Now, if you were to give your 18 year old self some advice starting out, what would it be? I think it would be, don't hide what you want to do. Like I said before, we're going back to my Carrie Bradshaw dream and it's silly (laughs) to keep talking about it. But when I was in high school and when I was a freshman in college, I was like, you're being so silly. You are dreaming of something that is in a movie, essentially. And I would tell myself and I would tell everyone else that your dreams are not too far out there and that it's good to have these big aspirations because it gives you somewhere to go. It gives you something to direct yourself to. So I think that would definitely be my advice to my young self and everyone else's young selves. I love it. And it's important to have those dreams. And when you look back on this time, you might be five years out, 10 years out and, you know, start to think, well, wow, I can't believe that that was my dream. Or you might be like, well, I'm exactly where I thought that I would be. Because I think back to my dreams at 18 years old are very different than my dreams are today. And that's the beauty of this, right? Your journey is your journey and it's different for everyone's. And you know, for anyone out there that is stressed out because they haven't had it figured out, you just got to take that first step because this right now may not necessarily be your final destination. I jotted down a couple of things and just from the perspective of a college senior that's starting to think like, I don't even know, where, where do I even start? Make the time for you and always evaluate where you are and where you want to go, but recognize that that all could change. And that's okay. Give yourself the opportunities to experience like you are. And, you know, even being part of a sorority, I mean, the relationships that you've built, the experiences that you've had, you know, I I see where you guys are going and what you're doing and the impact that you're making in your community, helping people within the community, raising money. It's, It's important. I mean, those little experiences in and of themselves can really make an impact in where you might want to go. You know, one piece of advice that I would give to any student, whether you're in high school or college, talk to the professionals. You know, there's a whole team of people within your career centers that that's the whole purpose of their job to help you start to figure it out. So if there, I'm sure there are seniors out there that don't even have an internship, go to career development, talk to someone, ask questions, network with people, talk to your parents, talk to your neighbors. There's so many things that you could be doing and, you know, really think about your skills, you know, what you want to do and, and, what you enjoy and the types of environments that you might want to work in because that that's really important. So with that said, it, it seems as though we're probably pretty much out of time right now, Samantha, but I'm so thankful that you've joined us today. I think you'll probably come back for some future episodes over this past year, but I guess if you, for our listeners, if you'd like to reach out to Samantha, we're going to put your email address in our show notes so they can send you an email to your Quinnipiac email if they want to reach out to you. And so just a couple of other thoughts too, that I just wanted to add for anyone that's listening that is maybe going through something similar where they're about to graduate next semester, or they just started in the workforce and maybe they're not happy, or maybe there are some college graduates out there that haven't quite found their their place yet. Every day, focus on one career-related task. Now you can explore a new role, make an update to your resume, browse LinkedIn, engage with someone, reach out to a networking contact. Above all, explore the career resources offered by your high school or your college. And most importantly, 
Remember, this may not be your final destination. Enjoy the ride. Don't forget to look out the window to appreciate the view sometimes, because before you know it, you're going to be at that destination and you're going to think, oh my gosh, what just happened? So enjoy it all. Thanks everyone. Until next time.